Hi, my name is Renato Almeida. I'm from Sao Paulo, Brazil. I'm a PR and I've been working with Sega and you are listening to Sega Lounge. Welcome to the Sega Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things Sega, be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for Sega. Hello there! Welcome to the Sega Lounge podcast. We are back for a new episode, and I'm glad you're on that side ready to listen. The Sega and Sega adjacent news keep on coming, and this week, we finally saw a new trailer for the House of the Dead remake. The game had been announced, I believe, over a year ago, and it's now confirmed to be coming out on Nintendo Switch. According to the press release and official website, this will be a remade version of the game introduced in 1997. A classic arcade rail shooter receives a whole new entourage and gameplay changes to suit modern gaming standards. Of course, you can expect more news and relevant interviews regarding this game on the Sega Lounge in the future. I would also like to give a special shout out to my friends Dan and James, hosts of the Sega Guys Retropod. You probably remember how much fun we had together when they came on the Sega Lounge last season, and now they've been gracious enough to have me as a guest on their Retropod. It was, as expected, a lot of fun, and on that particular episode of their My Favorite Sega series, I share my favorite Sega console, game, and song, while adding in some cheeky honorable mentions. Feel free to give it a listen, the link will be in the show notes. And remember to follow the Sega Guys Retropod, as it's amazing, and it's celebrating its one-year anniversary soon with a very special episode. Well then, let's talk about this week's guest. Although, you already know who that is. This week, Renato Almeida is back for the second part of our conversation. Not only will we have the conclusion of the Sega Lounge Challenge, but learn more about Renato's PR and communication company, his current work relationship with Sega, and the story of how he met Sega's current CEO. If for some reason you're new here and haven't listened to the first part, please go back to episode 147 and then you can come back and listen to this second part. I promise it'll make more sense. Previously on the Sega Lounge Challenge. You're so cruel. Oh my God, you can be really cruel with this mystery. Oh my God. <laughs> and now, back to our regularly scheduled torture. So, Oh. It's time for another song! Yay! <laughs> Let's go to the song, yes! Let's, Let's go, go to, to another song, Let's listen. Hmm. 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 
dude that's a hard <laughs> one i don't i don't immediately remember should i play it again yes please one more time thank okay. you so much Well, this I, I'll have to. It's going to be a long shot, uh, but uh, it's from a game that I didn't play as much as I should. Uh, I'll 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 try to I'll risk myself and say it's Streets of Rage three, but I, I'm not certain at all. I didn't play as much Streets of Rage three as I should, uh, and I don't have a better guess at the moment. So, Streets of Rage 3 for the game, is that what you're saying? Yes, yes, I, I, I will never know the, uh, the, the, the name of the song or the level. Uh, so uh, we're not, we're not going to even try for the, that, that other point, so just the point for the game. Mm -hmm. yeah? yeah, it's only the point for the game. Can, can you play mm -hmm. one more time? Just one more time. I, I can, I can, one more time. I don't think it's Streets of Rage 3. Oh, damn. But I don't recall this song at all. Well, let's take a guess and maybe it is Streets of Rage 3. I don't think it is, but I don't have a better guess right now. Okay. So I'm going to lock it in. Final answer, right? Streets of Rage 3? Yes. yes. Okay. I'm going to tell you something wrong. before I tell you the, the answer. Uh, this mm. song was composed by Yuzu Koshiro. Yeah, Which, you know, <laughs> most certain that it, it's his, his so signature. <laughs> could be, could be Streets of Rage 3, could yeah, be yeah. something else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. it's something else. This yes, is it's something else. Ninja Step from The Revenge of Shinobi. Uh, which means okay. no points for you. No points for you. No, this was uh, yeah. Revenge of Shinobi. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, not okay, Streets of Rage cool. 3. But you, 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 you know, you were there. You were there in the general vicinity yeah, of this uh, game with the same composer. So yeah, yeah. Yes, his 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 beats, his beats <laughs> are are too famous and are too yeah. familiar. <laughs> okay, so no points, but still eight points so far, which is okay, very cool, amazing, cool. really, really amazing. So four cool. questions or challenges left. Number seven, another okay. question: easy or hard, Khnat? Let's go with hard this time. Hard this time. Okay, that's a good choice. So let's go with um let's see. Let's let's make it hard. <gasps> mm. Mm. Are you familiar with Alex Kid? Of course you are. <laughs> mm -hmm. The question is Alex Kid makes a cameo appearance in the Japanese-exclusive Dreamcast game Sega Gaga. What Ooh. is Alex's job in the game? He has a job in Sega Gaga. Yeah, this is a game that I really, really wanted to play. And, oh my God, I have hope that some someday <laughs> we are able to... <laughs> 
but I did I didn't play this game and I I I know that he as several other characters from Sega's history make appearances special appearances there but mm-hmm. uh, I won't be sure I'll have to take a guess So uh, what what do you think he should be doing in in Sega Gaga what's his job <laughs> oh my god let's say he's an executive like a, a businessman something like that like you know. were <laughs> like you were as a kid yes yes mm. so a, a businessman okay. an executive at sega or yeah one of the one of sega's uh, uh business uh, businessman yeah Almost like a salaryman, a Japanese salaryman. Salary, yeah, let, yes, let, Japanese salaryman. So yes. Final answer, let's yeah, let's go with that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Alex Kidd has a really sad story to tell in, in Sega Gaga. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he, you meet Alex Kidd and he uh, tells the sad story of how he was like Sega's mascot. And then mm-hmm. Sonic came along. And he got uh-huh. relegated, and never people never wanted to hear of him again. Mm-hmm. And you meet Alex while he's working as a video game store clerk. So that was the correct answer. Uh, no points. No points. Uh, Still okay. eight points, though. You need two okay, more. Cool. Okay. And you'll have you'll have an amazing chance to get two points. Right now, with our last song. Thing okay. is, okay. it's the last one, so we have to enter hard mode for this. Oh, The, the song is in reverse. Oh, can my God. You, can you tell what it is by just listening to 10 seconds of the song in reverse? Let's give it a I'll try. try let's give it a try. <laughs> Actually, sounds good. Anything? Okay, okay. Uh, can you play once more? Uh, yes, yes, time? for sure, sure, sure. Please. Okay, give me one minute. I'm, I'm trying to reorganize what I've, what I've been <laughs> to, to play it one backwards <laughs> in your head. <laughs> mm, what could it be? I think it's Fantasy Zone. I think it's Fantasy Zone. Uh, oh my god, it, it, it sounds like Fantasy Zone. Oh my god. Okay, let's go with Fantasy Zone. <laughs> So one point for game, one point for song. So which, where does this play? Which song is it? Any clue? I think it's the it's the the first level of fantasy song. Mm. Uh, oh my god, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So final answer? Yeah. Uh, Should I play it yeah, again? Let's go with, Just one more time. Oh my god. 
maybe you could you could be right two. though. Uh, oh my god! Okay, one. Play, can you play it one more time? Yeah. Oh yeah, let's go with uh, the first level of Fantasy Zone. That's your final answer. Fantasy Zone, first level. Yeah. yeah. My, okay. my, my final guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to play the song the proper way, not in reverse. <laughs> okay. It's, it, you, you can't okay. change anything now. Let's see. You will tell yeah, me if it's sure. right or wrong. Okay. Let's take a listen. So, Fantasy Zone. <laughs> they do say, welcome to the Fantasy Zone, get ready. <laughs> but it's Space Harrier, the stage music, the theme of Space Harrier. So, no points, unfortunately. Oh, my but, God. But it's, the, oh same, it's God. the same universe. It's Fantasy Zone, but not oh the my game God. Fantasy actually, Zone. <laughs> actually, actually, I made a mess. I made a mess. It's all my fault. I gave you the wrong answer, but I thought Space Harrier. I was thinking oh. about the phrase. Oh, my God. Okay. Ah, okay. Damn. Okay. Uh, no, no. But that, two, that, we need two no points. Need, no need. We need two more points. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's do so, this. So, number nine is the last one in which you can choose between an easy or a hard question. Number 10 is a hard question. It's always a hard okay. question. So, do you want a, an okay. easy question or a hard question? You need two points, though. No, no, I, I need two points. Let's go with the hard question. Hard question. Okay. So yes. for a hard question, for two points. My, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Okay. So let's go with this one. In Shenmue 2, what morning task does Ryo have to perform every day at Manmo Temple? So in Shenmue 2, the morning task that Ryo has to perform every day at Manmo Temple. Mm. He has to do something every day, for a period of time at least. He has to do something. He goes to the temple. Do you remember the temple? Do you remember the, that, that part of the story? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. I he meets uh, Xu Ying. Uh, oh my god. What are you thinking? Walk me through your I thoughts. Think, I think I think uh organizing the books, but uh I if I recall, there's more things to do uh, in terms of... Uh, so, so explain, explain. What, what happens? What, what does he have to do exactly? There's one part of the game in which you have to bring everything, uh, all the books, and, and I, I don't recall if it's uh, books per se, but uh, like... Uh, yeah, books for with the writings of the temple uh, outside, and mm -hmm. then back inside. You know, 
but mm -hmm. there are other tasks uh, and uh, don't recall if that's correct <laughs> okay okay uh, but I would say as a guess uh, it's uh, organizing the uh, the I, books. I don't know if I can say like a library, if that's a library yeah. or. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's li there. There's a library in the temple. Yes. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of the tasks that you mm -hmm. have to do for a certain mm -hmm. a certain period of time. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'll, mm -hmm. let's go with that that answer. Yeah. <laughs> I hope and it's correct. It's correct, Renato. Yes. yes. Yes, it, you yes. have to air out the books. You have to air out the books. Air you have out. to bring yes. them out, and then there's another person yes. that you know opens them up and puts them in in yes. those benches there. But you have to bring them out, right? So and you that's know what the, I said, the test you I have said. to do repeatedly. Yeah, you know what I why I said organizing because I had this system <laughs> to do this part of yeah. the yeah. <laughs> I had my own system, so I kind of uh, was organizing things yeah. in my head <laughs> to make the, the, I think we all did. the chore more easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh 10 points. 10 Oof. points, you made it. But let's ask the final Oof. question, okay? Let's okay, ask the final question anyway. Okay. Let's see if you can get 12 points at least. So, um, final question. <laughs> okay, hit me. Have have you played um <clears throat> have you played Echo the Dolphin? Echo the Dolphin, yes. I didn't beat the game, but okay. I, I did play back in the day. Uh-huh. Okay, so what is the name of the alien race who are the main antagonists in the Mega Drive Echo the Dolphin games? The name yeah, of the alien race. The, there's an alien race. Come again? You, you have you have to mm -hmm. yeah you have to fight an alien race who uh, you know takes away Echo's family at at the beginning of the first game right. There's they have a name. They're like a, a race that every certain number of years they come back. I think it's like four hundred or five hundred years they come back to feed. They have a name. What's the name? Yeah, this is race? actually this is actually a good guess because the other day I Ed Annunziata, one of the mm -hmm. developers of the game, started to follow me on Twitter. Okay. And and he has this very interesting uh list of people who beat uh Echo the Dolphin. So he keeps tracks yes. keep track of the people who, who who beat the game which is amazing but you have to prove that you beat the game i obviously mm -hmm. didn't beat the game but uh i was so curious that i i i decided to go to youtube to see the engine i never saw the engine before that and i remember uh i don't i don't recall if i saw lots of uh pieces of video about the game because I only played the, the, the first levels, but I remember that the final boss, or maybe one of the final bosses was uh, the Foe Queen. So I think the alien race's uh, name is Foe, or the Foe, or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, if I say 
the foe or foe and it's the opposite i'm going to lose all my points or something <laughs> i don't know i don't know okay let's go with uh the foe the foe okay the foe the foe um uh, so okay your answer, if, if i got this yeah. if i got this wrong ed, ed is going to stop following me on twitter so please don't <laughs> share this with him <laughs> he's gonna stop following you on twitter but not because not exactly because he got this wrong i'll explain i'll explain okay. so there mm. is the Mega Drive series, Echo series, mm -hmm. and there's the Dreamcast mm -hmm. game, right? Which mm. Ed, Ed had nothing to do with. Um, mm. And it follows oh, okay. a, a slightly different, you know, similar but slightly different storyline. Mm -hmm. So in mm -hmm. the Dreamcast game, uh, mm. you, you know the aliens as the foe, and you have to mm -hmm. fight the foe queen indeed. But in the in the mm -hmm. Mega Drive game, they are known as the Vortex, and the Queen is known mm -hmm. as the Vortex Queen. Oh, so that was the correct <laughs> answer. So it's slightly different, and because he was not involved with um, with the Dreamcast game, he's not. Oh, I didn't know that on Twitter anymore. Oh, isn't follow? He's following right now. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> okay, you just checked. Okay. Yes, it, it's, Actually, he's always listening. I thought he yeah. was one of the owners of the IP for to be real, you know. No, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. So he's he's uh, oh, the, he's the creator of the, the 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 character in the whole universe. He has his mm -hmm. own story, his own lore, a bit like Yu Suzuki and Shenmu, I think. Mm, uh, he has this see, like whole uh, plan for the the story of of Echo, but then. At mm -hmm. some point, I don't think he owned at least everything. Somehow, mm -hmm. maybe he owned certain parts, certain characters, and that's why they decided to go a slightly different way with the Dreamcast game. I'm really not sure. I really don't know. I'm just guessing here, but I know he was not involved in the Dreamcast game. Yes, yes. I, I, I was watching... Uh... A lot of videos about Echo the Dolphin, and I don't recall. I saw like a, I won't remember who was uh, talking about the game. I don't remember if it was from the that guy Sega Lord X or someone like really Sega oriented, but someone put a video about the Echo series, and mm -hmm. I, I I must be uh mixing all of the storylines and enemies and foes and etc yeah, but, yeah. but i really thought ed was like a, one of the one of an ip owner or something like that and that he was involved with uh with all mm -hmm. the games but this is brand new information for me yeah he's not he's not unfortunately cool, and, cool. Uh, okay uh, i'd, I'd love to see piece. a new I'd love to see a new a new uh, Echo the Dolphin game. I'm a big fan of Echo, so I would love to, oh, nice, to see nice. a new nice. one, a new one. Yeah, yeah, for but sure, for sure. That means you get ten points, so no worries. You yes. get ten points, which means yes. you get our official Sega Launch seal of approval, which you you get you have there right now to check out, and it's yours. Yes. Well done, Renat. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you, Just Thank you so much. Uh, it's it's Thank an actual you. thing. It's a, a proper seal of approval. 
Okay. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't get like uh, a seal of uh, approval from the Sega test last month even though I've passed the test but now I have the Sega one it's it's this way is better. Even better. Way, way yes, better. way better. Way better. More official is is well. I really liked the 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 music challenges. Really yes. nice. Great, great. Next time you're on the show, you're gonna, you're gonna, we're just gonna have nothing but music, all music challenge. Okay, cool, Next time. cool, cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, Renat, let's talk a little bit about your company. So you have started a company a few years ago. Would you like to tell us a little bit about what it is and what kind of work you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. It would be a pleasure. I am the founder of this agency uh, called Masamuni. So I started this agency. It was a, a, a long time dream for me. Uh, so it was something that I was uh, envisioning. I was trying to, 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 to bring this, uh, uh, to make this a, a reality for me. But I started Masamuni as a PR and communications agency uh, to offer consult consultancy and to offer services related to communication and marketing. Uh, but focus in, 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 in public relations for video games uh, and entertainment. So I, I, was, I, I have been working with uh, other agencies as an employee uh, since 2010, 2011 actually. And after a long time uh, representing several other clients in, in, in some agencies, I wanted to bring my own vision and my own experience and to share more about my beliefs, my personal beliefs, uh, when it comes to this industry. And, mm -hmm. and that was made possible in 2018, thanks to the support of my lovely wife. She was the, the first one supporting me with, with that decision. And then uh, it was uh, one of those stories in which you you start uh, very scared. You know, there's a lot of <laughs> reasons to be scared. I I had uh, I have a, a a kid. I have a son, and he was really small, like uh, less than a year old uh, by that time. And so I, I had these uncertainties uh, uh, regarding the the incoming uh, my personal income. And the, for the finances and the situation with uh, with a small baby, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, it was as we said a leap of faith. You know, uh, there is yeah. <laughs> there is a time uh, in our lives, uh, in our professional lives, that everybody I think uh, faces this situation of oh should I do this or should I uh, stay in this in this position? So it was a leap of faith, and I decided to to take that uh, that opportunity and uh, I started uh, I started the, the company uh, my first my very first client was Sega <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah I, I started uh, when when I first decided to to, to create the company I, ca I I came up with the name so that mm -hmm. was the first thing so when I had the name when I was set on that, uh, I knew that it was official, you know, and I didn't have any clients. I didn't bring any clients from other companies uh, uh, at that time, nothing like that. I wanted to be as legit and, and, 
and faithful and, and honor my, my, my responsibility and my, my legacy. So I didn't yeah. do any shade moves. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't uh, steal any clients or yes, anything. <laughs> yes, yes. It was very important. Uh, it was mm. very important to stay true to my values. Uh, so can, can I ask you? Can I ask you about the name itself? So Masamune. Uh, yes. Why? Uh, so <laughs> I wanted to pay homage to uh, Masamune, the, the 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 blacksmith, the famous Japanese blacksmith. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and there's a reason uh, for that. Uh, I believe that uh, the my role as a PR, as a representative of a company. A video games company or a product or a game uh, is that of uh, developing stories. You know what I want to do. What I what I envision for this company was to be a person that will create engaging stories that will connect uh, the, the the product, the that story of the product of the, of the company, uh, connect that to the audience and to the journalists and to the media. You know, and mm -hmm. I saw I, I saw. I I I I I I I think that there's a similarity when you are creating a story uh, that uh, recalls to uh, when you are creating a sword, just like Masamuni used it to to do. Because yeah. we want to 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 use the power of those stories to cut through the noise of the industry, you know. So we want to to forge stories like they, yeah. they like, like he used it to forge his words so my stories they have to be as sharp as his words uh, his swords so that's you a see brilliant this... answer yeah yeah so <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> thank you so much so uh, in my mind I had this idea of this connection you know so uh, uh -huh. powerful stories uh, and powerful swords powerful weapon <laughs> weapons like those that uh, he created they have uh, a similar similarity, you know. So I wanted to incorporate mm -hmm. this into the into the name of the agency, you know. I wanted to be okay. I wanted that the name to be as symbolic as possible. And okay. since I'm crazy about Japanese culture, uh, uh, this was uh, also a manner to pay uh, my tribute, you know, for mm -hmm. what I've learned. Through, throughout the years and what I've uh, uh, I, I had the opportunity to visit uh, Japan twice okay and I, and I had the chance to to go to museums and to witness part of this uh, history so this is very very important and I, I have this connection uh, my wife she says that this is because of, of past lives <laughs> and I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh, my wife, she's Japanese. She's a descendant of Japanese. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. So uh, it's it's uh, it's part of my life. You know, my son yeah. now is uh, part Japanese, part Italian, part uh, from my Portuguese heritage as well. But in Brazilian, so uh, yeah. it's uh, uh, it's that amazing mix. You know, but mm -hmm. that's the reason for the name uh, of the company. Yeah. And awesome. Do you think that helped with, with getting through to Japanese companies as well, or? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I think so. I think that was very helpful, and uh, because I have a lot of experience with Japanese publishers and developers and companies uh, throughout my career, uh, I was uh, I, I followed this path 
uh, of uh, encounter of encountering uh, Japanese companies and promoting their their games. I have this uh, this uh, uh, this connection since I was a kid. You know, my favorite games there were Japanese games from Japanese companies. So uh, it helped a lot, you know. So the experience, mm -hmm. the, the, the my past with with uh, with those games and those companies has helped a lot. I can tell you that. So when I when I when I got the name, I knew that that was for real. So I started the legal uh, uh, the legal part of creating a company. So re re registering everything and, and and having my own website and putting uh, putting together like a presentation or something. But uh, I remember that we were uh, a couple of months uh, uh, before the launch of Yakuza Six, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm crazy about Yakuza. Uh, I told you I told you that my my favorite game is Sonic, my second favorite game is Streets of Rage, my third one Shenmue, and my fourth one Yakuza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so Yakuza is uh, a very important franchise. Uh, uh, it's something that I, I, I carry very close to my my heart, and I I had the chance to work with Yakuza uh, in, in the past when I was working uh, for another agency. I I was uh, the PR uh, responsible for Yakuza Dead Souls in 2012. Okay. And it was yeah. amazing. It was amazing. It's one of the games that uh, that people don't like a lot. It's and I, I can I can agree with that. It's not the best one, but it was special to be a part of that campaign uh, for sure. And can I tell you something hmm. that I've been telling a lot of people recently because we've been talking about Yakuza recently mm -hmm. uh, all over the place? But Dead Souls was my first Yakuza game. Oh really? And I, I think I, I'm not in the majority. Because mm -hmm. I I liked the game, yeah, and I it the made game. me it made me want to try out the other the mainline games. So <clears throat> it wasn't that bad if it brought me to the whole yeah, Yakuza for sure, series. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and, and you're not the only one who, who told me that because uh, they they did like a, a a great move when they put zombies in the mix. You know, because uh, uh, people who were uh, passionate about zombies and the horror genre, uh, if I can say, uh, they, 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 they thought that that was an interesting mix, you know, the, the, the Japanese mob, the Yakuza and zombies and this, uh, this horror vibes in the game. So yeah, for sure, that game helped to bring uh, new, new fans to, to the series, you know, so mm -hmm. yeah. And it was even, uh, it was uh, way more special because uh, uh, I was involved with the campaign and it was, yeah. Really, really, really nice. So, uh, uh, having uh, worked with the franchise in the past, I was following the news and, uh, and from from uh, sites from abroad, and I I thought about uh, I I should totally start or should totally put together like a PR plan and present that to to Sega. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't know who should I approach to do that. I had the connections, I had the contacts, but I was uh, uh, flying solo, you know. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I didn't, I didn't have a, a company. So I, I, I had a name, I had a website, but the company uh, it starts when you, you you have the client, you know. So 
uh, I was uh, uh, I was uh, taking a shower, and that that's the moment when I have the best ideas. <laughs> uh, I, 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 and I, I and I had you and this, me both. You and me both. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah, I, I had this idea to put together a, a PR plan that was uh, very very uh, uh, connected to this uh, this value that I told you that, uh, of uh, telling a good story and creating a, a PR narrative to involve and to bring the, the media together and to make them a part of the of the of the story. And yeah, I created that. I, I, I created a, a, like a PowerPoint presentation and started, started to uh, uh, knocking some doors. And I found uh, the, the right person at the right time. And I shared that, uh, that plan. And it was like a instant, uh, instant uh, acceptance. You know, they, they really liked the idea. Uh, mm -hmm. I I wanted to be as uh, cost effective as possible because I knew that the the finance aspect would be important because uh, uh, companies big companies they have budgets that they have uh, already have assigned uh, for projects since the, the the beginning of the fiscal year you know so uh, yeah. how could I justify uh, the investment in a project that they never thought they would. Uh, they would uh, approve from a territory that they didn't uh, first think about investing, you know, like Brazil. Uh, so let, let me just stop you right there and ask you about exactly that. So how big is modern Sega? Because retro Sega, the Sega of old Mega Drive Master System, etc., is, is still big in Brazil, right? But... How big is modern Sega and how big is the Yakuza franchise or how big was it when you first mm -hmm. started thinking about this idea of promoting Yakuza 6 over there? Okay, so yeah, so uh, Sega is very, very big and very important in Brazil because of the heritage, you know? So uh, the past that they've, the, the, the amazing stories of, uh, of success uh, they, they've paved the way uh, to create this uh, very important image in, in the country, you know. So uh, Sega never, never uh, left the, the, the thoughts and, and minds of, of, the, the, of gamers here, you know. Obviously, uh, there is a, a lot of... Uh, 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 there's, a, there's a lot of people who felt like the, 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 they felt really sad when the, the, the company stopped creating consoles, when the Dreamcast uh, died, you know, those mm -hmm. common stories that we see. But uh, when, when Sega started to create games and to publish games uh, for other platforms, such as the GameCube or, or PlayStation 2 and etc., uh, it, 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 had, it had its presence here, you know. So the company uh, has this huge legacy and that will uh, be uh, very important for a long time, you know. So it will take... I would say that Sega would have to, to make like a really serious, a really big series of mistakes <laughs> to <laughs> make this uh, legacy disappear, you know. Uh, but uh, uh, the, the, there's this need. There's this need from the from the from the consumers here 
uh, of presence. They need the presence here, you know. So when I first started working with them in 2011, uh, it was huge, you know. It was the first time that Sega had proper PR and proper uh, uh, a proper uh, consultancy in the country since the days of Tectoy, you know. So it was huge yeah. when we announced that Sega was back, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was really you reminded really... me of a, a Twitter account mm. by Brazilian fa- Brazilian fans that's mm-hmm. called uh, a Sega Volto. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a good friend of <laughs> Did mine. Did Sega come back? <laughs> a, a good, a good friend of mine, and the reason that that's the reason that's the reason of the name. So, yeah, the the name the name it's for that specific reason, and and yeah, and by that time Yakuza was. I, I can tell you that nobody knew anything about Yakuza, you know. Some some people who were uh, very passionate about the PlayStation 2 and the, 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 the games of the PlayStation, PlayStation 2, uh, they knew Yakuza because they tried or because they, they, they wanted to check the game because at some point someone uh, thought that it was a good idea to compare that game to GTA, <laughs> the GTA series. Yeah. So some 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 journalists they knew about Yakuza, but it was a very uh, difficult product to work with, you know, because uh, the legacy and the name, the brand name, wasn't so strong, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was interesting to work with that uh, game because uh, it was a challenge, a personal challenge, uh, but also uh, difficult to position the game and to make uh, uh, to make the situation interesting and to convince people to give the game a chance uh, if they didn't if they didn't know the the, the best games you know the the main series the games of the main series uh, but <clears throat> when I when I presented the this project for Yakuza 6 to Sega uh, I had this idea to fix this problem you know so my idea was, uh, uh, it, it was uh, very bold, if I can say, <laughs> because uh, the challenge was, that was supposed to be the last game with the main protagonist, mm-hmm. Kazuma, uh, and we had to promote that game as a good entry point, even though nobody, uh, a lot yeah. of people didn't play the previous ones, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's a, it's a real, real challenge. A know? real challenge. Yeah. yeah. So my idea was uh, was to create a story that would surpass the video games world and bring that to real life. So the the the, the Pierre plane started with uh, 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 with a press kit. So the first thing that we did was to develop a press kit, uh, and this press kit had uh, like a. a, a a Japanese box uh, imitating uh, uh, like a testament, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you open the box, we will see like a, a letter from Kazuma himself telling his story from the other games and sharing the information with the editor who would receive the box that now he wants, uh, he's pursuing uh, someone to be, to fill his shoes, you know. So the yeah. editors in, in the websites, in magazines, and etc., would be candidates. 
to occupy his position uh, 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 as one of the important members of the Yakuza. The, the Yakuza. The Tojo uh, clan. The Tojo clan, the Yakuza family, that Yakuza family, yeah. you know. So this way I've managed to create, to, to sum up the story of the entire series, you know, as a testament, as, a, as, a, as some, some sort of a, a, of a legacy. And mm -hmm. Kazuma himself was inviting them to know more about his story and to help him fulfill his destiny with this last game. And accompanying yeah. that, there was a Popo box. It was a gift from Kazuma. Okay, so it was a Popo box. <laughs> and inside, there was several real products that are in the game, like snacks and foods, you know, so drinks and... So I, I I don't know if if you are aware of that, but uh, Brazil has the biggest Japanese community outside of Japan. So in our I didn't know Japan, that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in our Japanese neighborhood uh, or little Tokyo, if I if I can mm -hmm. say, uh, there there are lots of supermarkets and and uh, and small markets uh, selling products uh, from Japan. So I bought like uh, Boss coffee. I bought uh, some snacks. I bought uh, a series of products that are also in the game. Ma magazines, the game, right? Magazines. Uh, <laughs> I'm, manga. I'm looking at some pictures now. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, this I is really this. well made. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, and then we sent that to the media and, and, and it was crazy. Their reaction was amazing. People were very surprised, very, very surprised and very engaged because uh, uh, the people uh, at Sega, they trust me to create this story. So I had to rewrite the story of all the previous games, you know, so I had to do that in a, in a concise way and, and, and to, make, to make it as engaging as possible. So... When they mm -hmm. re they received that, they started to 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 get curious about the game and about that universe. And the reviews they were amazing, amazing reviews, amazing experience that they had to to share with their audience. And it the the most incredible part, they took all that information about the the previous games and they created stories about that. So like guides, so this is your guide to start uh, in the Yakuza universe by jumping in the, uh, the story of Yakuza 6, you know. So mm -hmm. I, I, I wanted to help them uh, to help the, the, the gamers in the audience, you know. And the yeah. case was very, very successful. PR-wise, it was amazing. The numbers that, I, that, I, that we've managed to get that we've managed to get was, uh, they were great and it was a, a, a great success. And a great uh, calling card, if I can say, you know, my my my, yeah. my introduction to the market. So uh, uh, after that, uh, clients started to appear, you know, because I, I had something to present <laughs> as as uh, Masamuni, you know. So Masamuni was uh, part of this of this market here in Brazil. Of course, I had my mm -hmm. my own personal legacy, uh, but now I had something that I that I did create with my own company you know so yeah, that was the, yeah. that was the, the, the big start mm -hmm. for me and a couple of months later 
this was all uh, done uh, with the help and support of Sega of America. A couple of yeah. months later, I I had the opportunity, I was blessed to be a part of the Sega Forever project. I started I started uh, the, the whole Sega Forever project when I was in my previous as, as an employee of the previous company that I've that I was working at, but uh, after I left that agency, uh, Sega decided to stop their work uh, for some time. And when I was established, uh, like six months later, they decided, okay, it's uh, it's not a good idea to go uh, work with Renato again <laughs> now that he has an agency. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I had the opportunity to be to take part uh, and be the, the the PR of all of those re-releases from from okay. Sega Forever on, on mobile. And because of that story with uh, Yakuza Six, uh, I can uh, I, I won't be humble about this, okay? <laughs> but I think I helped. A lot, uh, a lot of people and a lot of uh, a great part of the media to get to know and to and to start loving uh, the Yakuza franchise. And this yeah. year, uh, in January or maybe the beginning of February, uh, uh, Sega once again came to me to ask uh, for my help to release uh, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon here in Brazil, and mm-hmm. this time. Uh, uh, we had the opportunity to be uh, a part of the history of the franchise because for the first time the game uh, a game in the series uh, has brought uh, Brazilian Portuguese subtitles because all of the other games we didn't have any sort any type of localization you know so it yeah, was yeah. The, the language barrier is heavy you know uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, a Japanese spoken game <laughs> With uh, English subtitles, and uh, if you consider the size of Brazil and the amount of people we have here, uh, it's 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 uh, really hard to present a game so story driven as Yakuza yeah. with no localization, and exactly. not not even menus or or in game uh, uh, assets, you know. So uh, Yakuza Six uh, was a success PR wise and, and and in terms of uh, grades and scores with the media. But the journalists, they are, they are, they, they know, they know, they know how to speak and how to read English. So they are not essentially the 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 audience that will buy the game, you know. So it is important to have localization, and and, and Sega understood that, and they yeah. they they took a shot, you know, and and for because the first it's, time because it's a, a big market, right? Yeah, it's a huge market. Obviously, the, the our biggest our biggest uh, uh, cut of the market is for is from from mobile gamers. But we have a a, a, a great share of uh, of console gamers and PC gamers. So it is something, and 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 most important, we are part of uh, one of the emerging markets. You know, we are growing. Yeah. When we see other markets in, in Europe, or maybe even the U.S., uh, like uh, stagnating, or or maybe facing a wall in terms of uh, of uh, of growth, we see that uh, markets such as Brazil, and we have lots of problems to discuss uh, when it comes to the market here, because we have a very undervalued currency. We have problems with uh, importing. Uh, products from abroad you know so taxes 
So a lot of a lot of problems. But even though we've managed to we 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 managed to strive, you know. So this is a market that that every everyone mm-hmm. uh, should not uh, uh, underestimate, you know. Underestimate, so, yeah. There are few things in this life as relaxing as fishing. The sounds of nature, connecting with the environment, getting in tune with your inner self. We know how important fishing is. That's why at Jim's Earthworms we provide you with the best bait for your fishing trips. Jim's Earthworms are the meatiest, juiciest worms you'll find this side of the galaxy. Here at Jim's, we make sure to fight off hungry crows and launch the biggest cows so you can catch the largest fish. Jim's Earthworms, the grooviest bait, guaranteed. So we were talking earlier and you said there was a, an interesting story about meeting a certain someone oh, yeah. at a certain point. I guess by mistake, right? Would you like to tell us that story as well? <laughs> oh, no, it was not by mistake. That's the, the, oh. that's the, that's the best part. So uh, I started, I, 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 I've come to this market, but originally I, I, I have this graduation film school. So uh, I, I, when I went to college, I, 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 I was looking forward to be a filmmaker. So I, I, I got this graduation in film school. Then I started to study uh, for a master's degree in philosophy, in communication. And then I did a second uh, college, uh, I pursued a second college degree in advertising, so at uh, ad school. Uh, so I never thought that I would <laughs> that I would be able to traverse this this business world of entertainment and come uh, to work with video games. But in 2009, I started a blog. It was a thing, you know. So everybody <laughs> wanted to have a blog to, to yeah. talk about video games. So I started this blog, and and in 2010 i started to be more serious with this blog so i had i, I was working with uh, with uh, at a movie studio producing movies for students in a, in a, in sao paulo uh, but i i was kind of uh, sick i i didn't want to work with uh, with the movie uh, quote unquote <laughs> uh, industry here in brazil because it's it's too hard. It's uh, it's it's difficult. Uh, we don't have a mature uh, industry uh, as yet. So I wanted to change careers. You know, I wanted to to mm-hmm. to, to, to bring a change to a change to my life. Uh, uh, so what I did was to contact a friend of mine who was working as a, an editor uh, of a website uh, specialized in video games. And he told me that he could have some freelance jobs in the future. So I was writing every day on my blog, like a, a pretending to be a real journalist, covering news and etc. and etc. And at some point, this friend of mine called me to to be a cameraman, so to shoot some footage at a, a party 
in which they were launching uh, one of the Gran Turismo games. So, so that was my okay. first professional job uh, in the video games industry. You know, so I shoot some footage. It was amazing because I've managed to get inside those fancy and amazing cars of the game and, and recording material. And then I remember that I, I wrote uh, also some stuff for the for that website of his. And the turning point was that uh, one one day, I don't recall which day it was, but one day I was uh, uh, starting my day on the internet and I saw that there was some news regarding uh, Sonic 4 Episode 1. And I decided to look into it because of, obviously I'm a Sonic fan and I, and I wanted to report about that on my blog. So it was uh, like a, a piece of interview from uh, this professional uh, at Sega called Ken Ballo. And he was a brand manager or something, something like yeah. that, like a brand manager there uh, mm -hmm. for Sonic. And I did report about that, and I had some quotes uh, from him, and my source was a, a website like Siliconera or, or Games Raider, I don't recall the, the source, but I, I wrote about that, in, uh, included the source, and got the quotes from Ken the, uh, uh, in the news. And I continued with my life. It was uh, March next year, and I was present at a games event here in Brazil called Game World. And I was looking and I was trying to find some, some work positions in companies uh, re related in some level with, uh, with video games. So the organizer of that event was a company who was a publisher. They were a publisher of magazines. And they, they had this very traditional uh, history with uh, magazines, video games magazines in, in Brazil. So they were the official, uh, the official publishers of the, the official Nintendo magazine here in Brazil. And I bought hundreds of magazines from them and, and I was a fan. So I mm -hmm. was at that event and I've managed to bump into the CEO of the company. I wanted to interview him from, uh, for my blog. I did interview him for my blog. And by the end of the interview, I told him that I was looking for a job position. And if I was interested in marketing and, and, and things related to, 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 to video games in general in a company like that, you know. And he told me, well, you are very lucky because we just, just opened a new position at our company uh, for a marketing professional. And okay, great. When can I start? <laughs> and, and, and he told me to stop by and have an interview. Uh, the interview was great. And I started to work that, there as a, a marketing coordinator. So my job role was uh, very simple. I had to, to study uh, the magazines and the products of the company. And, and I had to create new campaigns and, and to, do, uh, uh, to do some work to improve the, 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 the reach of the magazine and to improve the brand image of the magazines and etc. Uh, it didn't take long until they wanted me and they re requested me to be, as, uh, to be a collaborator in the magazine as well. And I really wanted that because uh, uh, as a kid who grew up with magazines, 
it was like a dream to work in a place like that. So to have uh, uh, my own uh, writings on a magazine, whoa, of course, count me in. So I started to collaborate uh, uh, and to write pieces of review, previews, and etc. So it was great. It was great. So I was doing uh, uh, this marketing thing and also this uh, this journalist thing <laughs> uh, at, yeah. the, at that company. But multitasking. Multitasking. It was April, and I was told that I was going to E3. Can you believe that? I awesome. was in heaven, in heaven. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't believe because, oh my God, E3. I barely started here, and I'm going to E3. But there was a reason for that. The reason was I was the only one who could operate a professional camera, and they wanted to do <laughs> video, video stories there. They wanted to do video interviews. They wanted to do a lot of stuff uh, uh, because videos was a thing back in the day, you know. So. People were starting to invest on YouTube channels, on, on, on videos on their own platforms. So mm -hmm. yeah, okay, let's do this. And I was preparing everything because I was going to be the, the guy behind the camera there. But also I had appointments to, to do some coverage work for the magazine, you know. So I was going to be multitasking there as well. And I, oh my God, I could, I could be, uh, if they told me that they would, uh, that I would have to work like 72 hours per day, it wasn't a problem because, oh my God, I'm going to eat three, you know? So <laughs> that was my spirit back then. Yes, of course. But it gets better. Uh, like two or three weeks before the trip uh, to Los Angeles, uh, my boss uh, came to me. Uh, I had two bosses, actually. My two bosses came to me to, to share a piece of news that was very interesting. They wanted to uh, create a new branch in the company, and they told me that they were going to start a, 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 like a PR agency inside the company, and that they, they would want me to be part of that. So... And I was confused, you know, I wasn't a PR, I, 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 I didn't have any experience uh, with that particular area, you know. And, mm -hmm. but the, one of my bosses, he's a very experienced journalist, you know, he's famous here in Brazil because of his, uh, of his stories, he writes for big newspapers and he has a huge blog, he's an influent uh, guy. So... He knew a lot about PR, not for being a PR, but because he was a journalist uh, leaving the other side of PR, you know, uh, being the receiver of, of the messages created by PR and etc. So he started to share that knowledge with me uh, as a preparation, you know, in those uh, three, two or three weeks before the trip. And on the week before the trip, he told me something that was uh, that rocked my world, that rocked my world. You know, he told me that they've managed to secure some meetings uh, with possible clients at E3. And he, he told me that the first client uh, that he managed to get a, 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 a meeting was Sega. And they knew, <laughs> they knew how crazy I, I am about Sega. They knew, they knew that. And he told me, we were going to, we were, we are going to need you there at the meeting. 
because we know that you know a lot about about Sega. I don't know anything about Sega. My partner, he doesn't know anything about Sega, but we know that you know. So we will do the business talk and you will do the Sega talk, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, okay, let's do this. You know? <laughs> I, I was sh shaking a lot, you know, I was really, really nervous, but... Uh, it helped a lot that that was my first interna international trip ever. And for it was a trip uh, to Los Angeles for a tree, you know. So the yeah. ecstasy and the, and the, the, whole, <laughs> the, the, whole, the whole joy uh, uh, took over. So it helped me to uh, like uh, not think about the situation and the, my nervous breakdown that I could have in a meeting with uh, <laughs> the Sega people, you know. Uh, and that's that's all the information that I had. Okay, I knew that we yeah. were going to have a meeting on the second day of E3, and it was going to be like a dinner uh, meeting slash dinner. And okay, with maybe a few people from Sega, whoever yes. they were, right? So yes. nothing yes. special. Yeah, I knew already that... special because it was Sega, but no yeah. one special, right? Yeah, absolutely. So they told me that uh, a brand manager would be there, and mm -hmm. the the another person from 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 the marketing side and that's it that that's everything i knew and it was nice and it was great because on the first day of e3 we we uh, the three of us we stopped by sega's booth and i saw that my boss was talking to ken remember ken ballo that that guy yeah yeah <laughs> from my blog story he was there and yeah. i oh my god Six months ago, I was writing about you, you know, inside my head, please. I, I didn't tell him that. I, I was Of course, of course. You were, you were, uh, yes, compose, composure. I, yes, yeah. super serious. Cool. You know, uh, cool businessman, etc. Yeah, of course. Experienced. Yeah. Yes. So, but inside, I was getting crazy, you know. It was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, Ken will be there. Nice. That's someone that I already know about this guy. I made my research on him. Okay, cool. And there was this other uh, professional from Sega uh, back in the day, and she is great. I love her. Uh, to this day, Jen Growling. She was uh, creative services at Sega. And that that's it. I, I knew that they were going to be there, and that's it. And okay, so let's wait until Wednesday, second day of E3. Let's do a marvelous job at the show floor, and, and when we are done, we will have a great time with a dinner in a, a fancy restaurant with the, the, the Sega people. And <laughs> it was like a, a, a barbecue-like restaurant, and I was very composed. I did my breathing exercises or whatever to, 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 to <laughs> stay sharp. <laughs> yes, to, <laughs> exactly. But when we entered the restaurant, the first person that I that I saw, and it was a thing that which, it was very funny because it was like my vision corrected itself and focused on all, one person only, and it was Haruki Satomi. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew him back in the day. He, he, he was, uh, 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 I don't know if he, if, he, if he was VP already, or but he was very close to be uh, the, the vice president. Mm -hmm. And I knew that he, that guy was huge, you know, 
one of the, the one of the big shots at Sega, of course. Everybody yeah. knew that. If if you were a Sega fan back in the day, you knew about him. And my whole work of preparation <laughs> went down the drain, <laughs> drain you know. <laughs> I had to I had to cool over cool cool down all over again. And I was uh, expect I, I was thinking what what would be my my part on this meeting, you know? Oh my god. What should I say, you know? What would be my reaction? Uh, I was uh, trying to think uh, ahead of me and prepare myself, but uh, obviously everything started really good. We were introduced, everybody introduced, uh, everybody uh, went to the other, so it was okay. So it started with the introductions, some jokes, some laughs. Uh, we talked. We had the opportunity to talk more about Brazil. They told us about uh, the, the the plans. Uh, of Sega, of bringing uh, uh, this expansion to Brazil in terms of communication and presence and etc. etc. Uh, we were also eating, so it was all all doing very very good. My part until that until that part, I was only laughing and and adding uh, 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 some phrases here and there, you know, uh, yeah. helping my bosses to tell the story. But uh, at some point, uh, well, this my, my boss, he, he, he said something like that. But it's also very important uh, that we share our actual uh, uh, impression of Sega's presence here in Brazil, uh, there in Brazil, and, and to, to tell you more about Sega and his, this perception, uh, uh, I would like to, to Renato, to... Take this stand. <laughs> so I was like uh, thrown. <laughs> Put in the hot uh, seat. Is, exactly, exactly. So, and it was amazing. I, I don't know what hap ha happened there, uh, but uh, I, I managed to, to secure uh, a, a good spot and, and, and I had my chance to present my vision and my, mm -hmm. my, my, my thoughts and what I've learned uh, and also all, everything that I've been learning for the past 28 or 27 years. I don't recall if I was 27 or 28 back in the day. But growing up as a, a Sega kid has helped a lot, you know. So because I, I was living that story, I was not only witnessing or only studying, I was living, you know. So yeah. I, I remembered all the difficult times, I remembered all the, the special times, all the great points, all the, the down points, you know. So what I did was like a, a, an honest, uh, like a, a, an honest, my honest take on the whole situation, mm -hmm. plus, plus, uh, sharing what I what I knew and what I thought that could be improved, you know, and mm -hmm. obviously taking this to the PR side uh, and to the communication side, and and it was great. It was great, you know. Uh, uh, we've managed to secure the contract, and I was uh, I was the head of the account from 2011, from July. Of 2011 to March 2014. So okay. it was almost three years. Yes. So it was great. It was great. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, during this period of time, uh, I've managed to, with my team, of course, we've managed to release more than 70 games, both digitally and phys physical re retail versions, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. we, did, we did some amazing uh, uh, marketing and PR campaigns. Uh, uh, they were very, they, they trusted us a lot. They trusted me a lot. So they, uh, they were always supporting my crazy ideas. They wanted to see uh, those crazy ideas uh, to, to, be, to be something. Come, uh, come to life, right? And yeah, to, to come to they, life. They knew you had good ideas, even if they, they sounded crazy, but they were good. Yeah, yeah. For instance, uh, uh, for it, it was crazy because uh, we were very, we were very invested on on alien colonial marines back in the day. It was an important product. Yeah, uh, uh, in, in I, I our, saw I saw the campaign you did, like the the egg, right? The yes. alien egg. <laughs> yes. So can you imagine <laughs> uh, having to explain? This idea uh, with a limited budget uh, and with the, the, all the challenges of involving uh, partners that we couldn't control and, 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 the, and the people who would be interacting with the alien egg in the subway. So, yeah, of course, they, they, they did support me a lot and, and they, they were very happy when those, those things came to life, you know, those ideas came to life. So it was an amazing partnership, and it, it was the foundation of my, my relationship, you know, with, with Sega. With Sega. Uh, and, and after that, during, during this, this time as a PR for Sega, I, I was the, the, the Sega guy in Brazil, you know. Uh, uh, this, <laughs> is a, this is a kind of a, an unofficial position, uh, and... <laughs> and Lots of lots of people know me because of that. You know, they they even 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 uh, during periods that I I wasn't working with Sega, if something uh, big uh, was happening related to Sega, they would would come to me to ask my opinion and to ask uh, okay. if I could help, if I could be, uh, if I could uh, put uh, uh, some people uh, in contact with another people. Mm -hmm. uh, I have an example. I don't know if you recall when uh, there was the announcement of the of the Shenmue collection uh, for mm -hmm. the for, for PS4 and Xbox. Uh, there was there was the announcement uh, of uh, of Shenmue 3 uh, at, at E3, uh, and later on Sega did the announcement of the collection because everybody was expecting that. You know, we have yeah, to play yeah. the the previous ones. Everybody wanted that. <laughs> So yeah. the announcement was uh, that they, they took place on a, a ceremony or a party, an event in Japan. I don't recall the name of the event, but it was during an event in Japan. Uh, and they, 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 they did the announcement there. So it was almost like two in the morning here in Brazil because of the time zones, the, the, the difference. And by two a.m. Was it Sega Fest? Was it Sega Fest? I think, I think it was Sega Fest, yeah. I think yeah, it was Sega Fest so. because of the time of the, the year, yeah. And they did the announcement and it was like 2 a.m. in the morning and lots of journalists started to calling me. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't involved with that. 2 a.m. in the morning, they knew that I was uh, following the announcements. They knew that I was uh, awake. <laughs> awake. 
and they, they hey dude can you help me the, how can I access the, the official press release in English uh, can you put me in contact with the PR so this happens a lot you know even if I'm not involved <laughs> with a, a campaign uh, um, so uh, because of this this long a long-term relationship with them and when I left that PR agency, I, 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 I had the chance to work with them again on the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one, mm -hmm. you know. So uh, uh, it, it didn't matter where I, where I, I ended up uh, going. Uh, at some point, our, our, our paths crossed uh, uh, once yeah. more, you know. <laughs> you can't run away from Sega. Yeah, and they can't run away from me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah. Awesome. So it was amazing. Yeah. So, I, so because of Sweet. that, I had it. I had the chance to work with uh, Sega America, Sega Europe, mm -hmm. and Sega Japan. You know. So mm -hmm. uh, I think I am. I'm one of the few lucky ones who had the chance to work with uh, all all of the offices with several different mm -hmm. uh, representatives. You know, and yeah. And it was also great because uh, uh, with the experience that I did get from working with uh, other PR agencies with several different clients, I've managed to compose a, a mix of experiences that it's it's mm -hmm. great for me today, you know. I had the chance to work with Konami, Ubisoft, Bandai Namco, NVIDIA, uh, SNK, uh, uh, 2K, Dotemu, uh, Raw Theory. So now th those are some of the, cli the clients that I that I've, I put under my belt, you know, and, and yeah. all of these experiences combined brought me to this day with this company, you know, and, yeah. and I can't complain. I can't complain. <laughs> we're, 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 we're doing very good, you know. That's excellent. Would you say you're doing the... You're in the place that you always dreamed you would be right now? Wow, that's a difficult question. That's a really, <laughs> is there, really is there difficult something, question. Uh, you know, there's always something left to do, but is there like something that you... Would you ever imagine, by the way, you know, back in the day that you would be doing this today? You would be working with all these video game companies and... Not in a million years. <laughs> Not in a million years. Uh, it, it when I decided when I was a kid and I decided to 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 try to to study uh, to do the film school to, to pursue this path of filmmaking and being a director, screenwriter, and etc. Uh, mm -hmm. It was hard to imagine that I would work with that because uh, we don't have this uh, consolidated industry, uh, you know. Uh, so. For me, it was uh, even harder to imagine working with video games, you know. But when I first started working with, with video games, I saw that what, it was way more real, you know. Way more real, because uh, there, is, there was a market already established here. Because of companies uh, like Tectoy, back in the day, they were the ones uh, 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 discovering this industry you know uh, they were the pioneers uh, and Playtronic mm -hmm. with Nintendo Gradienti which is another company uh, that worked with Nintendo back in the day so those companies uh, they, they have they helped a lot with uh, uh, with creating this this uh, industry here you know so when I started to work with uh, first as a journalist then with marketing then PR I saw that there there was business there you know there is business here. 
and and so it, it was it was something that uh, brought me security you know the, the the sensation feeling of security i know that i can pursue this path i know that uh, i can i can grow i know that i can have a career you know so in the end uh, video games there were a passion for <laughs> I can't remember since my four years old, I, I, as I told you, but uh, yeah. it's 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 really crazy. And but the, the video games, the, 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 this industry gave me everything that I that I dreamed with the movie industry. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I thought that I was that I I could achieve something on that industry, but uh, I was looking to the wrong one. <laughs> I should be looking <laughs> to the other side. So but it helped, was, right? So yeah, for sure, helped. definitely for sure. helped. Everything right? helps. Everything helps. Yeah, our mistakes. And you're you're you're, you're actually doing. Uh, you're using your storytelling abilities in your creative, creative absolutely, skills, absolutely you know, in your yeah. line of work now. So that's yeah, awesome. of, of course. Yeah, I, I when I when I left the film school, uh, when I graduated, uh, I, 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 my graduation is a I graduated as a, a, a screenwriter. And, and director mm-hmm. so yeah of course I'm using that experience for sure and I'm very very grateful but to answer your question it, it's it was it's crazy because uh, when I was working uh, with Sega in 2011 12 13 14 I was living the dream you know I was living the dream and it was amazing because uh, the these professionals at Sega, so those the employees, they 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 did welcome me as part of the family. So I I wasn't a simple message boy or you know I was part yeah. of the environment. You know we had we had uh, like uh, channels to communicate. So I knew everything that was happening. I knew about future projects. I had to keep, keep secrets. You know so I was a part of that. So I yeah. was li- I was living the dream. I I felt like I was working. At Sega and for Sega, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. and, and 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 so, can you imagine how powerful and big that was for a kid who dreamt, who was dream dreaming to to achieve that with seven years? So <laughs> when when I was seven years old, I thought of being the CEO, you know. So uh, <laughs> so uh, during that time, yeah. I, I, I kept dreaming about being hired by Sega. Mm-hmm. And that that was that was the next step for me, you know. So I I my motivation uh, waking up every day and working and representing them was to do as uh, the the most amazing work, the greatest work that I could do, because I knew that at some point they would recognize me and and bring me to work with them. Being with a, a Sega branch in Brazil. Or maybe if I could uh, uh, go to the U.S. or Europe or maybe Japan, I don't know, you know. So that was my dream, my dream. So for a long, mm-hmm. long time, that was my dream to 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 be part of Sega so I could create my own career there. So at some point I could make decisions there, you know. Because, you know, I, as I told you, <laughs> when CEO. I was a kid, I wanted to be the CEO. <laughs> Of the company, you know. Well, you you already know the CEO now, so you know, yeah, you're yeah. you're one step closer to no, one day uh, becoming are, the CEO. We 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 
we are friends now. I've I managed to, to get to know him properly. You know, <laughs> I, I have him on my, my LinkedIn, Facebook, all the contacts possible. So I can reach out to him. So this is a, this is a, a, something that I can do, <laughs> fortunately, you know. And I want to, I don't want to drop him <laughs> from his position. <laughs> But uh, I, I was dreaming to be a part of that family as, as in order to to achieve a, a position in which I could actively collaborate with the future of this company, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, and I've been working my entire career uh, towards this goal. Uh, mm -hmm. everything changed when I had the opportunity to create something on my own, you know, create when I had the chance to create Masamune, you know. So when I started to create Masamune, it was one of the key moments. Well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and this is going to be for real, you know. So now mm -hmm. I'm going to be the owner of my own destiny, you know. So yeah. uh, I, I kind of stopped uh, that uh, childhood dream of being a Sega uh, important employee <laughs> when I started this company, you know, because uh, it demands a lot of energy, a lot of uh, financial investment. A lot of, well, we had to put our lives at stake here, you know, not, not only... Myself, but my, my family, and that's huge, you know, that's a, that was a huge step. And thankfully, yeah. and, and we are very, uh, very thankful for it's that. So it's, it worked out, right? It's yeah, working it's, out. It's blooming. <laughs> you yeah. know? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So, Renat, I, I don't want to keep you very long because we've been talking for a, a, a long time now. But mm -hmm. I, I wanted to ask you, though, um, Seeing as you you've been a, a Sega kid, you've you grew up with Sega. You are still, you know, a big Sega fan. Looking back uh, to the Sega that you grew up with, and looking at the Sega that we have now, uh, what what do you think about Sega now? What do you what do you see happening for Sega in the future? Do you think they are in a better position now that they were, you know, after the Dreamcast died? Uh, what what do you expect from Sega in the future? Would you like to tell us a little bit about your your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I I think uh, not just as a businessman, but also as a as a as a fan, as an observer, as a as someone that studies this whole big story. Uh, uh, what I can tell is that uh, Sega is in a in a great position now. I be, I really believe that. Uh, uh, the company is it, it's, uh, has a brilliant future, you know. I think that uh, the, all of the changes that at some point didn't make sense for lots of people and for a lot of people and lots of fans, they, they will soon start to make sense, you know. And most of them are starting to make sense now, you know. Uh, uh, let me tell you one example. I know, I know that was really hard for people to understand why Sega didn't take the IPs from Atlus and made that their own IPs. So why to make Atlus as a, 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 a to keep Atlus as a, an, a separate company, you know? But it was very confusing at the beginning. But now that things are uh, are on track, you know, 
it's easier to see why, you know. So this is a form of expansion. This is a form of uh, uh, this is a, a way uh, to in which they can secure their presence. You know, they 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 can diversify. They can create uh, more and more. You know, so those business decisions, uh, I think some some it's they, they 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 can be really hard to comprehend if you are a fan. Or if you are on the other side of the other side of the counter, when as we say, you know, yeah, when when you are inserted in the industry, you kind of uh, start to getting the idea, you know, and it's 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 really really hard and takes time. But I see that uh, Sega has a brilliant future because of this uh, this uh, global vision that they they've been trying to adopt for the past years, you know. I, I I was part of big moments of Sega, but I was also a part of uh, bad moments, you know. So everybody knows about the the, 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 the the good points and bad points, you know. It's it's clear for a, a fan, but uh, if, if since I had the chance to be uh, leaving those those parts, good or bad. I've been able to observe, and 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 now I can I can see that uh, this is is going towards uh, 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 some, some towards a place that will be uh, really really good for the fans, and that will be bring them closer than ever, you know. Because uh, Sega's past, uh, even in Brazil, it was marvelous, it was amazing, but we didn't have a lot of things that we have today. Like we, we couldn't uh, uh, reach out to Sega as we can now with a, with a simple tweet or a simple message on Instagram or maybe uh, taking part on a, on a Sega test from Sega of Japan, you know. So those, those ideas, those uh, actions and those, those things that uh, Sega uh, are able to put out now with everything that they have at their disposal uh, will make the situation better and better, you know. And since they are investing in several regions, in several, in getting to to know uh, more markets and etc., uh, they will they will for sure will have a better understand understanding of the of the the worldwide market and the global market, you know. And this will benefit everyone, everyone. From from retail uh, shops to to gamers to to companies in, in the middle doing distribution, you know. So I think that uh, uh, Sega is great at reinventing itself, you know. And uh, the 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 moment that we have now, it's uh, it's it's the start of the payoff, you know. They've been reinventing themselves. They've been they've been uh, uh, investing in producing stuff that now we are seeing the payoff. Uh, mm-hmm. This case that I've told you about the Yakuza Like a Dragon to have subtitles in Brazilian, Portuguese, and and Russian. Also, the same thing happened in Russia. The first time a yeah. game has uh, Russian subtitles. This this is huge. You know, look at the size of that market. You know, so. Uh, uh, this is a this is a very important important moment. It's a, a moment of change, and I'm very very happy to be here with them for this this moment. You know, and, yeah. and I honestly believe that uh, uh, 
we will be uh, rewarded uh, for that because uh, it's difficult. One of the main difficulties uh, uh, for, for, for Sega fans is to understand and to live the past in the past, the painful part of the past. You know, people... <laughs> And and this is our this is our fault as well. I I I bet this is your fault as well. This is my fault when we say things on the internet like, "Oh my God, uh, I think the Dreamcast two will be announced next year." Okay, this just a, a, a thing that we are. Uh, it's just uh, we are just kidding. But this this will of of course this will reinforce the moments of the company in which they stopped uh, creating consoles. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you, yeah, if, you yeah, yeah. if you agree with me, but this is something that uh, if you see the most, uh, the most, the, the biggest part of the fans that uh, that have uh, uh, these regrets and carrying negative thoughts towards the actions of the company, they are somewhat related to the disappointment they had in the past, and more mm -hmm, specifically mm -hmm. with that moment, you know. Because of course yeah. they were let down. Of course they were. I was as well. I felt that. You know. Can you imagine how a kid like like myself uh, reacts when, uh, when when I was in school and my PlayStation friends told me, "Hey, suck it! Now your console is dead. You have to be able to join <laughs> my console." Yeah. <laughs> so that, oh my god, oh my god, it's stupid now. It's something that we can laugh about, but uh, in the past it wasn't. It, it was it's, big. It was, it was big. Yeah. It yeah. was huge. It was huge. You know. So mm -hmm. uh, and those scars, they they stay with us. You know. So uh, uh, if we could, if we could understand that uh, that moment uh, with a more uh, with a business perspective, with uh, what's the the really meaning of that and uh, and that Sega they don't need to produce consoles to be the company that we that we've always liked you know they mm -hmm. are creating new IPs they are inv investing on old ones they are bringing back the classics every time uh, you know every year we have uh, re-releases so the past won't die you know the classic the classic retro fans they can be uh, rest assured that they will be supported. They, the, the guys who, the guys and girls who like the uh, uh, boat and, and new IPs, they are also well served. You know, so uh, mm -hmm. this mix, this balance is very important. And this uh, whole uh, uh, restructuring that is happening on the past few years, uh, they are they're they're starting to pay off. You know, because of the, that very reason. Okay, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> we will leave links in the description, uh, but you also have a YouTube channel that you started, I think, three months ago, was it? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So uh, I think everybody, everybody uh, started something uh, during this pandemic, right? So uh, like a personal <laughs> project, uh, uh, some people started to make bread. Some people started to <laughs> exercise. So uh, I, as a, a, a film, filmmaker, <laughs> uh, I wanted to to put together a, a YouTube channel to talk about my my personal uh, passions, you know. And obviously, it's going to be video games. So uh, uh, since January this year, I started I started to take my 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 YouTube channel seriously, so I'm putting new videos every week, 
playing some Mega Drive games and sharing stories. Uh, unfortunately, those stories are also they are all in Portuguese, so it's more uh, more focused on the Brazilian audience. But we, we have a lot of a lot of Portuguese speaking people listening to this show as well. Yeah, for sure, so for sure, yeah. for sure. And and also, it's a good uh, excuse to learn Portuguese. Okay, if you I understand. Like uh, if you want to understand Renato's videos, just learn Portuguese. <laughs> well, I'll be flattered. Uh, and, but also, uh, for people who, who, who decide not to learn Brazilian Portuguese or Portuguese, uh, I've, I, I've also created uh, an Instagram account to share my collection. So this is something that uh, friends, friends, several friends of mine have been encouraging me to do. And I didn't do before because I was a bit lazy of taking good photographs and good pictures of my collection. But I I did uh, I did uh, listen to them. <laughs> I I heard them, and I I've created an an, an account on Instagram to share uh, like the the gems of my my personal collection. And obviously, it's ninety nine. 0.9% Sega. <laughs> so games, yes. <laughs> uh, games, collectors editions, uh, uh, press kits, very rare press kits. Uh, uh, so uh, Brazilian rare stuff, you know, like tech toy stuff. Uh, uh, so it's it's really nice, and you don't have to to learn Portuguese for this because uh, it's it's for the pictures. But I also uh, will compose the post in both in Portuguese and English. You know, since the mm-hmm. It's it's easier to create like uh, short posts and short uh, Instagram posts there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll leave the links in in the description of the show as well. So do check that out. And I I love that you also have the Sega Forever tape. I, I oh, also yeah. have one. <laughs> so you are you are one of one of the lucky ones. I am. I am. I and I I love the the fact that the the envelope. That the the cassette tape came in um, had like uh, the 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 Sega slogan uh-huh. from the nineties in yeah. Portuguese. Yes, so that was a nice detail. So nice. Shout out to Danny Russell for that. Yes, detail. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing, amazing to work with Danny on this campaign. Uh, we've distributed that tape here in Brazil for several journalists. It was crazy because. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got the tapes, I immediately started to send that to the to the media here. But several journalists they were already uh, in Los Angeles for E3 the, that year. Oh. So so I had to bring lots of tapes with me <laughs> to E3 as well. <laughs> so at the, on the first day of the show, I was uh, looking for 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 the journalists to deliver the tapes there. And I could saw their reaction live, you know. So I saw their, their <laughs> crying eyes. <laughs> I was, I awesome. gave the chance to witness that. So you you know what I'm talking about. This is one of the things that I have in my collection that I treasure the most because oh, I, yeah. I, it's it's music. It's Sega music, so it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's it's I don't know why I really can't explain why this. A simple cassette tape makes me so happy, but it does. I think this was a great idea. This is. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. (laughs) Do you recall? Do you remember the number of of your of your tape? I have it right here with me. Okay, Uh, it's one hundred and fifty. 
Okay, I think okay. you're 90 something I saw on no. your Instagram post. Yeah, right? 93. 93. 93. So I'm yeah. 150. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to locate the, the, the numbers one to five. Danny, it's like a seven, eight. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, so if you have numbers one to five, let us know. Let us at know. The Sega Lounge, at the Sega Lounge on Twitter or just uh, follow. Uh, Renato as well. The link will be in the description. Thank so you. and and let us know. Let us know. We want to find you. <laughs> we want to talk to you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I and I want to reinforce that uh, for everybody listening to the the show here for to the podcast. If by any chance you you got curious about any aspects of Sega in Brazil, please reach out to me. It will be a pleasure to 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 share any stories or information. I really like to tell more about uh, the, 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 what we, we had uh, in terms of history here in my territory, you know. It's mm -hmm. very I different. And, and I saw that a lot of creators, uh, Sega creators on YouTube or Instagram, etc., they did their research, they did the, 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 the study, you know. Uh, I, I, I'm always listening to stories on YouTube channels in which people will mention uh, the singularities of my market, you know, <laughs> of the Brazilian market because of <laughs> everything that Tectoy created in the past. So it's, it's great. I'm very happy to, awesome. to hear it. Yeah, yeah. So do that, people. Do that. Okay. Renato, we have one more question. It's the last question. It's what I ask all of my guests. Okay. Cool. So you are you are obviously familiar with the concept of blast processing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the 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 genesis in, in the US was supposed to have blast processing to make it more powerful and faster than the competition. So my question to you is let's imagine blast processing is a thing that you can use and apply it to anything in the world. So if you could add blast processing to anything in the world, what would it be and why? <laughs> At this moment, there is only one answer for that question. I would apply blast processing to the whole vaccination campaign to put an end to this pandemic. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, only so. the, the only thing that I, that uh, that I that I can think about and imagine right now is to make things uh, uh, more easy and and to accelerate the end of this nightmare that we are all that all been living for the past mm -hmm. almost year and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm it's sorry the, to to give the only a, thing <laughs> such a sober and not funny answer. You know, I'm really sorry. <laughs> But it, it really is what we need right now <laughs> to go back to <laughs> some sort of normal, right? That, that we don't have. Yeah. Uh, and you know why? So you know why? Um, as a key part of the community, you obviously will know why. But because this pandemic uh, 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 took from us one of the most important parts of, of our lives, you know, that, the, that's is the living in society, you know, getting yeah, together. Yeah seeing people i would love to to meet you like oh, a month sure. from now a month from now <laughs> like in a business trip to europe you know but it, it, it mm -hmm. won't be possible because uh, I, we have to stay home and, and obviously that's the right thing to do but it's painful you know it's, it's mm -hmm. painful mm -hmm. to yeah. <laughs> so we're not uh, meant to to live this way that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah for sure for sure let's yeah. uh, 
we have to be hopeful. <laughs> so let's let's hope for some blast processing uh, applied to this whole vaccination process. Hopefully, we can get together soon. Yes, and we can meet one yes. another and and meet other friends and other community personalities as well. So, Renat, thank you very much for for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you uh, and i know we'll have we'll, you'll have to come back soon to, to tell us well, more stories it will be a pleasure <laughs> it will, there there are tons of stories <laughs> lots awesome. of stories thank you so much uh, i really appreciate the the opportunity i really appreciate the your time for sitting out and, and listening to <laughs> to me <laughs> And I really appreciate the the audience and everybody uh, listening to this uh, this this show. It's 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 been amazing, amazing. Thank, thank you. you, thank, thank you, you very so, much. So much. <laughs> thank you, Renat. What an amazing conversation that was. I honestly hope you enjoyed getting to know more about this amazing Sega fan. I know I had a lot of fun just listening to Renato's stories. That truly is what this show is all about. And you can expect more interesting guests to follow. I'd like to just casually mention that I'm here recording this as I... take a sip of water off my The Sega Lounge branded mug. That may or may not mean I'll be sharing some news on how to get official The Sega Lounge merch from our website. So keep your eyes on thesegalounge.com, our social media, and of course, your ears on this podcast for news on that very soon. Until then, I wish you all a wonderful, fun, and most of all, safe week. Thank you very much for listening, and please join me on the next episode for more Sega Talk. Bye-bye. The Sega Lounge. Hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at thesegalounge.com. Follow us on Twitter at thesegalounge.com and like us at facebook.com slash thesegalounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. Mixed on Productions podcast.